to hear. Wait one second. All right, y'all. We're going to get it together. How y'all doing this morning? <laughs> All right. We good. We good. Are to appear three times um, uh, a year uh, before the Lord your God in the place he chooses. In the place that he chooses. He has chosen a place for us to appear. We appear here in a physical building. Amen. We've been, we, we, we're here in the physical building. And so this is the place that God has chosen for us to be built up, whether it's you online. Maybe he's chosen you to watch us and to tune into this channel. That is an appointed place that God has chosen you to be for this moment. Um, and then he goes through the various three places that he had chose. But look at the last part of that scriptures. And he said that, but they sh you shall appear, but don't appear before the Lord empty handed. So he's saying appear, but don't appear empty handed. Whatever you have, he said, bring it, D bring something. Let's look at verse 17. And this is what really got me. It said verse 17, it says, every man shall give as he is what? As he's able if you you know you know what you are able to do we all know what we are able to do and then that the other la the latter part of that verse says according to what the blessing of the lord your god that he's given you god has blessed each and every one of us mightily blessed us with a job blessed us with transportation but he has blessed us. So according to how he has blessed us, according to the blessing the Lord has given us, we are to give it back to him. So I encourage you on today with that scripture. Don't come before the Lord. Don't come even Facebook Live empty-handed. Um, if you could put the giving slides up on the screen, we have several ways that you can give. You can uh, give through um, our, our website, which is uh, www.oawcva.com, but we make it real easy for you. You can even text to give. Um, you can text uh, OAWCVA to 833-313-627. And all you got to do is, is put an amount in there, and it'll, it'll go right there. Or you either you can do a cash app at Open Altar. Uh, cash app, open altar. Everybody does cash app. We had, like I said, we have so many platforms to give, but those are the easiest ones that you can give by. Uh, so I encourage you on today, um, bring an offering, bring an offering, bring a gift to the Lord, bring, uh, 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 sow into the ministry, sow into what we're doing here at Open Altar Worship Center. But the main thing is, is that you will be blessed through giving because Luke 6 and 38 says, give and it shall be what? given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. He'll put it back into your bosom. And what it is, you know, just hold your arms out like this. As wide as you can put your arms. I, I see y'all in the building. Y'all ain't even doing that. Come on, in the building. And so as big as your arms can stretch out, as much as you give, God says, I'm going to pour it back into you. The bosom, what that meant was they had little, uh, uh, little, little pouches and the pouches, and they, they put the money in the pouches. So every time you think about your life, say, you know, God, uh, uh, press down, shaking together, running over, God's going to give me this much. Look at this. He's going to give me, I mean, as far as your arm, he's going to give me this 
this much. If I give it to him, he's going to give me back this much. If I give him just this much, he's going to give me back this much. Oh, my God. Y'all feel that one? Y'all feel that one? So I encourage you to be a giver, to be a giver, to be a giver. Amen, amen. All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on, and I'm going I'm to go ahead on and, and, and put my, because my, I'm going I'm to put it in there now. We don't have to have a specific time in the house to give. We, we can do it right now. We can do it right now. Amen. I'm going to be blessed. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be blessed. I'm walking in the blessings of God. I'm walking in the blessings of God. Amen. Father, we praise and we thank you, God, for today. We thank you even for allowing us to bring our gifts unto you. We didn't come here empty-handed this morning, God. So we thank you for it. We thank you, God, for the word that you are going to speak to us on today, that you are going to use me to speak to your people, even to speak to myself, even as it has spoken to me already. Um, God, I pray that it would break up foul ground. I pray that your word would accomplish that which you are sending forth for it to do. Give me clarity of speech and articulation of speech and clarity of thought, God, to be able to deliver your word. I have yielded unto you. And so, God, I'm going to pour out what you have given me to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I'm not going to get through all of this. I'm not even going to try to rush. Um, but how many of you have ever been on a job to where you had to sit through your own personal evaluation? Nobody. Yeah, I, I thought so. You know, whether it be in school, you had to sit through an evaluation. They had to evaluate you. And the evaluation was based upon a position description or a job description. Y'all know what I'm saying? When you apply for the job, they give you what? They give you a job. Come on, y'all. Well, y'all got to talk with me today. They, they give you a what? A job description. They give you a job description so that you're not just going into a job and you don't know what to do. They give it to you because they say that, okay, this, you know, normally it's, it's you know, bulleted off. Y'all know what I'm saying. And then they say, well, um, this is what you are to do. You may not be able to work and know all of it. When you even apply for a job, you have a what? You're looking at what is the job description. What is the job description? And so when you get hired on, that's what you are being hired into. You're being, and then, and the reason why they picked you was because you fit the what? The job description. You had, you may not had all of them, but you, uh, 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 you fitted some of those qualifications to be able to, to, to do that specific job. Am I right? Okay, and so we, we're, we're hired on, and it is important. Uh, we go along in our job, and I remember, man, um, we had it once a year. Um, the military had theirs, and, and there was times that I had to submit, you know, little bullet points for maybe some of the sailors that, that worked with me and worked under me. Um, I had to submit bullet points of how their performance, performance was. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they'll be, what, uh, if you're new on the job, they give you, what, a 90-day evaluation period, right? And then um, um, uh, uh, if you've been there for some years or been there, then you get that six-month, y'all know that six-month mid-year review? Y'all ever heard of that? They come at the six months to kind of let you know how you're doing. 
um, so that you don't get at the end of the year and you're blindsided. Well, I thought I was doing good, but at six months, they were like, no, you're not cutting it. I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, uh, uh, and but it, even at that six-month time frame, they come to you and they'll tell you some deficiencies or they'll tell you some things that you can work on so that at the end of the year, when your, your year-end evaluation comes, that it will be good. You won't be sitting there looking sad-faced and, you know, be blindsided. Well, I, you know, I thought I was doing good, but they told you and you were able to have room for improvement at that mid-year review, Right? And so we, 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 that is the world. And that, but how many of you know that God has an evaluation period? How many of you know that God requires us to do self-evaluation? God requires it. Uh, and and, and self-evaluation is no more than to judge or calculate the quality of something. What is the quality of the work? What is the, come on, y'all, we go to restaurants, and I heard Miss Esther say before, I tried that, that ain't all that good. She tested the quality. We're looking at the box, and we're like, oh, yeah, that'll be good. And then we put it in the oven, and we eat, no, that wasn't, mm mm-mm. So we evaluated it based upon the appearance, right? But then once we took a closer evaluation, once we took a closer examination and tasted it, we're like, no, this didn't look like, it didn't taste what it looked like. And so we're like, that, we, we were evaluating the quality of it. Or, 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 and then it also says the importance of. Uh, uh, we're, we're evaluating what is the importance of what's going on in my life right now. What's the importance of what I'm doing? Um, the amount of something. Evaluate means I'm going to evaluate the amount of or the value of something. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a point of action of appraising or valuing or the to value of. Um, think about it like this. You go and you look at a car, and I was talking to Pastor Robert yesterday. You go and you look at a car on the outside, and you look at it on the inside. I remember before I bought my last car, um, nice car, nice, n- nice, beautiful car. I looked in it, had all the bells and whistles, but then when I took it on the road for a test drive, I examined it. I sat in the seat. The seat didn't feel comfortable for me. didn't seem like it hugged me the way that it didn't perform the way that I wanted to. Based upon my evaluation, I had to take a deeper exa- examination of what I was evaluating. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So we look at it, we evaluate it, but then there's time for a deeper examination. And so um, uh, we have to understand that Self-evaluation is important. Self-evaluation is where we are going to look at ourselves. How many of you, at, and I'm, going, I'm guilty of this, at the beginning of 2021, I start, I, you know, we started out saying we were going to do some things. We started out saying I was going to be more consistent in this, and, and by this time, you know, I, I want, and, I, and I'm not talking about naturally, not, not right now. We're talking about spiritually. We set some goals. I'm going to do better. I'm going to put, all of us do it. Come on now. I, I'm going to lose some weight. You know, I'm going to keep my car clean, you know, everywhere. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing out some things. Y'all know, y'all know what you, at the beginning of the year, we all do it. We got the beginning of the year getting ready to come in. What are some of those things that you came into 2021 and said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do, or this is what I'm going to stop doing? 
You know what I'm saying? Some of us said, I'm going to stop doing X, Y, and Z. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I, Lord, you know, help me because I, I need to stop doing this. I need to stop, you know, whatever. Um, and we came in with that mindset. And so what I want us to do is to look at what you, what you purposed in your heart coming into 2021 with and then look at and it, do an evaluation of yourself. How, how did you measure up? How did you measure up? Uh, it, it's, it, uh, it's unavoidable. It really is. Self-evaluation is unavoidable. Self-evaluation is difficult. Um, I remember when we had to write our own self-evaluation, I was the procrastinator because it's hard to talk about yourself. You can look at that position description and it is hard to write your own self-evaluation. You can either, either over-inflate yourself or you can minimize and under-inflate. Uh, and when I say over-inflate, you can think you're more than what you were and you didn't measure up or you really measured up and you, you, know, you low-balled yourself. And there was times that I would low-ball myself because I thought that if I low-ball myself and my supervisor, because I was not really looking at what I did, I was really looking at what my supervisor might grade me as. Y'all been there before? Y'all, have you ever done? You're looking at what my supervisor may grade me this way. So I'm, I'm trying to get into her mind right now. Instead of really taking a good look at myself and my, my performance and what I did and didn't do and really be honest with it, I didn't look. I, 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 some days I went to work and it was like I wasn't feeling it and I didn't do, I didn't get high. And, you know, everything is numbers based now. Y'all know, know what I'm saying? Everything is numbers. You know, and you're supposed to get 20 a day and I only got two that day. You know, and, and at the end, you know, and then at the end, I'm rushing, 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 trying to get my numbers. You know, that, that's just the way, that's life, that's life, that's life. So we always have to evaluate. Uh, it's a time for evaluation. Look at it. Um, and, and like I said, it, it is a requirement. It requires honesty. It requires us being honest with ourselves. Would you say that? Would you say it requires us being honest, requires me being honest with myself? You know, um, uh, we are, uh, I, I'm, I, I have a term that says, I'm, ju I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, you weren't honest with me before? <laughs> I mean, Pastor Robert, he, you know, he was like, why you always got to say, you know, I'm just going to be, and, and praise God for Pastor Robert. I love him. We had a, such a wonderful time down at his family's house um, yesterday celebrating Christmas. Um, but anyway, I always say, I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm like, I have to catch myself because it's like I'm being honest, but I don't have to say I'm being honest. So am I honest with myself the way that I'm living? How am I living? How am I living outside of the presence of other believers? How am I living in the presence of my home? You know, evaluating what I got, what, what's in my house that I need to clean out? What, what am I doing in my house when ain't nobody looking, what am I doing? Evaluating it. Uh, um, wh where are we going? What are we not doing? As I said before, there's some things that God has said for us to do and we know as believers that we are supposed to do or things that we know we set goals at, at the beginning and we're now at the end and we didn't even accomplish one of those goals. Or were your goals um, were your goals of your flesh 
and you were doing more to glorify your flesh or to advance yourself versus a goal. God, I'm going to build you up in me first. God, I'm going to get a tighter relationship with you, and then you're going to help me to, to bring about what's in the natural realm. Y'all with me on that one? What's our attitude about ourselves? What's our feeling about ourselves? I mean, it's not to put anybody down. And see, self-evaluation, you remember I said the, the, uh, the we have a position description. The position description that we have in the spiritual realm is the word of God. It's the word. We don't judge ourselves and we don't evaluate ourselves based upon other people. When, when you get hired into a position, you have your, and you, matter of fact, nowadays you sign your job description. You sign it. And so that job description is yours because this person over here may be at a different pay level than you. And my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. God has put us each at different pay levels. And so he doesn't expect for you to perform at another pay level that you don't have the qualifications for or that you are overqualified for. He does not expect for you to perform at a lower level. My God. And, and, and it's just like um, uh, people who, and like Pastor Robert and myself, the Bible says that when we speak the word of God, we are going to be held at a higher level because of the responsibility that God has given us. So if we perform at a lower level, we are going to be evaluated at this level and we're going to be found what? Unsatisfactory. And so God says he's given us a job description based upon our own abilities, based upon what he knows that's already in you. And so we have to evaluate ourselves. Don't look at other people and examine. He's the model. The word of God is the model. The word of God is the model. So let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, 11, and 12. I had to ask myself this own question. Is the lifestyle that I'm living really for God or is it for me? Y'all hear that? Is the lifestyle that you're living really for God or is it for you? Do you really know God? Over this past year, did you really get closer to God and get to know him better? This is the kicker here. Do God really know you? Do God really know you? Well, he's God. He, he knows everything. Does he really? Does he? Have you spent time to get to know him? We were picking up the toys for Tots on yesterday. And um, the Marines were just, oh, they were scurrying around and doing some of everything. And one of the guys said that they've been there since September. And... Um, their commanding officer hadn't even came in to even see them. That's three, four months. Think about it when you're, you never see your supervisor. You don't know them, they don't know you. You know, think about it. You have not taken the time to get into the presence of your supervisor, the presence of God, and spend quality time so he gets to know you and that you know him. Let's look at 2 Corinthians uh, 10, 11, and 12. 
And this is going to be in the amplified version. It says, let such people realize that what we say, and this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. He says that what we say by letters when we are absent, listen to this, we put also into deeds when we are present. So in other words, I'm not just putting, uh, when, when, when I evaluate myself, it's not just evaluating myself um, uh, when I'm in church, when I'm around the right people. But when I'm outside, the same, the same uh, 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 attitude, the same thing that you get from me here, you can go to my house and find the same thing. That's what Paul is saying. Look, even though you don't see me, I'm still putting what you see in the, in the present. You see it even when we ain't present. So evaluating, what, what am I doing when the supervisor ain't looking? You know, am I, am I on my phone? Am I texting? Am I watching YouTube? Uh, you know, and I ain't working no more, so I can say this. Man, there was times that I, if I knew the supervisor wasn't going to be there that day or I was, you know, I was in a little cut in my little cubbyhole, and there would be some times that I would put on some movies and watch movies on. Y'all, come on. I act like y'all ain't did that before. Put some movies on. Well, you, some of y'all couldn't do it, but I could do it because I had a stationary desk job. Um, and, and uh, you know, I just had my work and I did what I did. Um, but I would watch movies, you know, and sit there and watch movies. And, you know, supervisor won't dance. He, you know, he, what does it say? When the cat is away, the mouse, mice will play. Yeah, you know, that's that. But Paul says, look, even though you don't see me now, I'm still doing the same thing that I did in your presence. Let's look at verse 12. It says, however... Listen to this, not that we have the audacity to venture to class or even to compare ourselves with some who exalt and furnish testimonials for themselves. So in other words, where, whereas Paul is saying, look, you know, uh, uh, people are inflating themselves. We inflate ourselves, but he says, however, they're only inflating themselves and measuring themselves to themselves. You know, you, I ain't that bad. Because you're only measuring yourself to yourself. And it says, and comparing uh, uh, with themselves and to other, it's a lot easier to compare yourself with somebody that's on your level. Because you, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have nothing to strive for, right? You know, I, I always say, um, I always like to have somebody that's gone before me or is ahead of me or above me so that I can that I can glean and get stuff from them and get the wisdom from them um and it says and comparing themselves with one another don't compare yourself with somebody else that's like you that's hanging out with you that encourages you how are you going to evaluate yourself and what you did you know, they spoke negativity to you, so they pulled you down with them. So you just like them, you ain't got nothing to compare yourself with. If you, you know, Evaluate. And I'm still talking about self-evaluation, but when you do this, the Bible says what? You're without understanding. You don't understand. You don't understand yourself. You're not understanding the self-evaluation. And it says that not only that, you're behaving unwisely. Why would you even do that? Behaving unwisely. That's the word, y'all. Amen. Y'all with me on this? Sometimes we don't even do it out of our mouth, but we do it here. 
we evaluate ourselves in our mind. And we, now, now, uh, and I, all of us are guilty. I'm going to put everybody in here. You know, we may not ever say anything, but we're looking at another person and saying, well, I ain't like them. Y- y'all been there? I'm not like them. And so what have you done? You've compared yourself in your mind, so, but you ain't seen the junk in your trunk. You ain't seen the mess that's in your, in your, your baggage. You seeing what they do and saying, well, I ain't doing that over there. You know, I, I, I used to cuss, but I didn't cuss. They over there cussing, but I ain't there. But you over here doing something else. Evaluate. 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 And we have to let Holy Spirit do it through the word of God, the, 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 the job description. Because, see, the Holy Spirit can go in and look at the very intent of our heart. He goes in and he sees inwardly and see whether we measure up. That's the scale. Stop using the, the, the lateral as a scale. Use the word of God and your relationship with Holy Spirit as the scale. And self-evaluation, um, I had to go to the doctor a couple of weeks ago, and they told me certain level, literally, I had a zero on. And... <laughs> I'm like, well, how could you tell I have a zero on this? She said, you don't eat vegetables, do you? I said, no, I can't stand them. (laughs) But she was able to tell through that blood work that I didn't eat any vegetables. And she says, well, you look, I need to see you back in three months. Uh, And I'm going to schedule an appointment. So this is what I want you to do in order to get this level up. And she started telling me how to incorporate vegetables into my diet. So she evaluated me, and now when I go back, I, I'm going for a, a, a checkup. So in that three months' time, you remember how I said the mid-year review? A lot of times we need to do a self-evaluation so we can find out a problem before it gets started. You know what I'm saying? Women have to do self-breast exams. We do self-breast exams. Why? Because we can catch problems early. God's saying if you would just examine yourself, you may be able to find some problems before it gets bigger and takes you out of here spiritually. Before it becomes too serious. You know, a lot of us, like, I can just touch that just a little bit. No, 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 no. And then you touch it. Um, uh, let, me, let me digress a moment. I was watching a, a, a show. Um, it's called Traffic. And I was watching a show, and it was talking about these people who had gotten addicted, these, uh, people, uh, these men and women who are addicted to steroids and bodybuilding. And this one guy, he wanted to compete. And so he, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't get his muscles the way he wanted it. He couldn't get his body and his physique and building up muscles the way that he wanted through eating and proper diet and exercise. He just couldn't get there. And so somebody introduced him to steroids. And he said, well, I'm just going to do these steroids for this particular meat. But w- that one small little thing, now he was addicted to it and he couldn't get, out, he couldn't get it out of his system. That one little thing, I'm talking about self-evaluation. That one little thing that you evaluate and say, no, that I shouldn't do it, you do a little bit of it, and before you know it, it's so seriously out of control and you don't even know how to stop it. 
You don't even know how to stop it. So when we evaluate it and we lay that thing before God, God will help us to improve in that area. He will help us to align ourselves with his word. And it gives us a deeper understanding of who we are honestly examining ourselves, taking a look at ourselves. Listen to uh, what Galatians 6, 4, and 5 says, and I, I'm going to read this in the Amplified Version. I know we've been, we use New Living Translation, a whole bunch of translations. But it says what? It says that every person do what? Carefully scrutinize. We're so busy scrutinizing other people that we don't even, it says carefully scrutinize and examine and test Pastor Robert's conduct and work. Is that what that word says? It says, no, let every person carefully scrutinize and examine and test his what? His own conduct and his own work. Self-evaluation. Self-evaluation. So when you can evaluate yourself, take a look at yourself, it says then he can then have the personal satisfaction and what? And joy of doing something commendable in itself alone without resorting to boastful comparison with his neighbor. So in other words, you have carefully looked at yourself. You, did your, you, you didn't have to wait for nobody to come and tell you that you were stinking. You know, y'all know the little children who before they start using deodorant, and they come up to you, and you're like, whoa, whew, they don't smell themselves? And it's like, no, you need to go use some deodorant. They didn't smell. You're not waiting for anybody to tell you you need to, you need to clean that up. Because why? You have done an evaluation of yourself. And you can say, you know what, God, I laid this thing before you. I didn't have to wait, and I wasn't comparing myself to my neighbor. But, God, you showed this in me. And let me tell y'all something. And I've seen it happen, even in my own life. God can be dealing with you about something. God can say, you need to stop doing, or you should stop doing, or I want you to get closer. And let me share one thing with you. you God, tomorrow. God, I'm going to do it tomorrow. God, I'm going to do it tomorrow. God is patient. He's generous. He's merciful. But it comes a point in time that I'm going to be honest with you, you're going to get exposed. Y'all been there before? I've seen it in leaders. I've seen it in prominent people. Before it ever comes out in the public, it's already, they already had new behind the scenes that, you know, I need to stop this before this gets, gets to be known. Seriously. I, and, and, you know, and, and so we have to do this. It, it says that uh, uh, scrutinize, examine, test our own conduct, our own work. And it says for every person will have to bear what? equal understanding and calmly receive his own little load and oppressive thoughts. So in other words, when we look at ourselves, then we can deal with ourselves. We can get, our, we can get it together. We can deal with it. God, I can cry to you in my midnight hour. I can lay before you and say, Lord, look, I done messed this up. I know what I done promised over and over and over and over again. And, you know, what we can get ugly cry. Y'all got that? Uh, Y'all get that ugly cry on sometimes? We can get it going on before the Lord and deal with it calmly. 
just me and God. Our evaluator. You know, when you have your evaluation on the job, ain't nobody in there but you and your supervisor. And this is the way it is with God. Like, look, you know, look, God, look, I, I'm help me to get this thing straight. That's what God says. Get it out. Bring it to me. Uh, verse six, it says, let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher. Listen, God is our teacher. Our Holy Spirit is our teacher. Share it with him. Share what you, what you, what, what you, what you, when you evaluate yourself, it says share it. They share all good things with his teacher. Why? Contributing. When you share it, God's able to contribute to you to support you. It says contributing to his support. So when you lay it before God, God is going to support you. He's going to help you. Holy Spirit, he said that he has left his Holy Spirit here as a comforter. So when we take it before God, give it to him, he's going to support. He's going to, y'all need some support today? I know I do. Y'all getting anything? Verse 7, it says, do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at scorn, disdained, or mocked by mere presentation or professions. In other words, you come and you're professing a good thing out your mouth. Well, you know, open altar worship center is, uh, open altar ministries is doing outreach, and I'm there helping with outreach, and I'm doing this, and I'm, God said, okay, all of those deeds are good, but you ain't evaluated yourself and understand that you got some stuff over here you need to get right. You know, don't be misled now because God ain't going to be mocked. Says, you know, your, 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 your profession, I'm professing a good thing, but I got this man laying up in my bed. Whoops. I'm professing a good thing, but I'm over here doing this. God said, I'm not going to be mocked. I'm not going to be mocked. He says, in, um, he says in, in other words, and it says, or by his precepts being set aside, he's not going to let his word be set aside. Amen. He says he's in, uh, he inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. In other words, you can try to trick God, but you are really tricking yourself. <laughs> you really putting a wool over your eyes. You ain't putting a wool over God's eyes. God said, you trying to, you think you fooling me? You ain't fooling me. You fooling yourself. My God. I didn't make this up. This is the word, right? Said, you know, you delude. Go read, go look up that word delude. You know, <laughs> delusional, you know, we use that as a mental term, but you think God is delusional. No, you, God ain't delusional. He understands what's going on. He says what? For uh, whatever a man what? Sows, that and only that will he reap. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. So it's our responsibility to evaluate ourselves, take a step back, Look at ourselves over the year of 2021. Think about what we're doing and what we, what with certain areas in our lives. We have to test and prove all things, and I'm getting ready to close. Let me share something with you. God's not going to measure you by me, Pastor Robert, nobody in this room. God measures you by you. He measures you by you. You remember what I said? He knows the ability and the potential that you have inside of you. 
So he's going to measure you according to the ability and the potential that's inside of you. You remember I talked about the job description, the PD. When you got hired, you had certain qualifications. And so you were measured based upon your qualifications. So God is going to measure you. He's going to grade you. He's going to evaluate you based upon the qualifications and the potential that he already knows that's inside of you. And the opportunities that he's given you. He's given some of us opportunities that he hasn't given others. So what did you do with the opportunity that he gave you? What did he do? He's put some of us in the presence of certain people. What have you done with the opportunity to be in the presence of certain people? What have you done? How did you maximize it? How did you take advantage of it? My pastor was talking to me this week, and I was sharing with him some of the doors that God had opened up. And he said, Pastor Wendy, he said, let me ask you a question. He said, what are you doing to make an impact on the platforms that God has opened up for you? I said, ooh, that's a good question. God has opened up some platforms for many of us, but what are we doing for him on that platform? What are we doing? Let's look at Matthew 25, 14, and 30, and I'm closing. Talking about the parable of the talents. Parable of the talents, y'all know all of this. It says, for it is a man, like a man who was about to take a long journey, and he called his servant together and entrusted them with his property. And um, to one he gave five talents, which is 5,000, to another two, to another one, to each. And uh, Listen to this. Listen to that. Uh, go to the next verse. It says, in what he who, uh, next verse. Oh, I'm sorry. No, come back. He says, uh, I'm sorry. It was verse 15. Verse 15. Look at that. To each he gave in proportion to what? His own personal ability. God's not going to put more on you than what you can handle. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to give you something that he knows that you're not qualified to do. But he says, I'm giving it to you because I know that you can handle it. I know that you are capable of doing this thing. I know that you are capable of, of, giving, uh, of carrying that load and being responsible for that which I have given you. And then he said, I gave it to you and now I'm gone. So it's your job to work it. And we all know, it says one, you know, he went and, and, and did what he needed to do. He worked hard, and um, he gained five more talents. The other one did the same, and he gained two. And the other one, like I was telling you in the beginning, the other one took his talents, and he took his gifts, and he buried it in the ground. Why? Because he wasn't thinking about what he could do with what he had. He was thinking more about what the person who had gave it to him. So you remember how I said um, I was when I do my self-evaluate, when I did my self-evaluation, sometimes I was thinking of the mind of my supervisor instead of really saying, you know what, what can I do to improve? What can I do to, to blow myself up out the water when evaluation time comes? That's, re that's really what we need to be thinking. God, you done gave me this. What can I do to maximize this? What can I do to just make you say, wow? What can I do to make you say, man, you know what? Man, you know, you did such a wonderful job. Look, I, you, you know, that's, you know, y'all ever, you get a promotion. 
Because it's like, you know what, you, you know, you're blowing this out the water. This is, just, this is just cheap stuff for you. You know, one plus one equal two. No, I need to give you some timetables now. You know, uh, uh, you know how to handle what I've given you. You know how to maximize the gift that I placed inside of you. So you know what? You, you know how to do what you got to do. I'm going to put some more. I'm going to give you some more gifts. I'm going to put you in some different platform that's going to help you to even grow even bigger. This is what this is about. After a long time, the master came back and he said, wait a minute, he, I've come to, to evaluate you. So tell me how you think you did. One of them said, look, you know, I'm honest. I, I went out there and I worked this thing. I'm bringing this back to you. And, and he said, you know, he was like, look, you, you, get, you get it exceed f- fully successful on this. He says, you know, go ahead on. See, I've gained more five. And it says, I found you faithful and trustworthy over the little that I gave you. And you multiplied. God said, I want to do the same thing for you. And then the next one, he says that he gave two. And the guy came back and he said the same thing. He said, you know, look, you know, you're faithful and you're, you're honorable he's and, uh, 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 excuse me, you're, uh, and you gain what, he says, look, you know, I'm going to give you, saying, Master, you've been trusted. And he said, well done, you upright, honorable. He called him honorable and admirable. Can God call you honorable and admirable and faithful? Can he call you faithful? We say, I call you faithful. But can, can God call you faithful? He said, you're faithful, trustworthy over the little that I've given you. Said, so, you know, hey, but look at the last servant. last servant came in and said, wait a minute. And I knew you were a hard task master. Knew that you, you know, uh, uh, reap where you didn't sow and gather where you had not. Ain't nobody asked him all of that. Didn't nobody ask you. you if now this guy is now evaluating the evaluator. Well, a lot of times we are evaluating God. Instead of evaluating ourselves and what God has given us. And instead of us evaluating ourselves and saying, God, what do I need to do to be a, a, a better light in the kingdom of God? In 2021, what it, was I evaluating myself against other people or was I evaluating myself to you? And, and look at what God said. He came back and he, he was telling God all about himself. God didn't want to hear about himself. That, that, that master didn't want to hear about himself. And the master said, look, you know, for the everyone who has will be given more and he will be furnished richly so that he will have an abundance. He said, look, take what I've given him and give it to the other two. Who has give it to the one that has 10. He says, but from the one who does not have even what he does not have will be taken from him. Then he said, what? You no good for nothing. Servant. Throw that no good for nothing servant into outer darkness. Evaluate ourselves. It's not for me to do. Let the word do it. Get yourself in front of the Holy Spirit and say, God, you know, David said, search me, oh God. You know, even David said, search. God, search me. Show me me before something gets too serious and out of control. And let me let me say this and I'm closing. You let something stay in here long enough and you'll be thinking what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. Y'all get me? You let a wrong thought or stay in a wrong thought pattern long enough or stay in that wrong situation 
or continue to do that wrong thing. And you have minimized it. And what did it say? Diluted the word of God. Before you know it, you know, you out of control. So I say today, let's evaluate ourselves. I ain't going to do it because I'm looking at my own self. Don't look at me. And it ain't no worse. And I had somebody to do that to me this week. They came to me and told me some things. I was like, okay, cool. I don't need nobody to come and tell me, you know, my junk. Mother Parson was the only one that could come to me and tell me. And she would call me 630, 6 o'clock in the morning sometimes and tell me about myself. And I was cool with it because I trusted her. Some folks are telling us about ourselves that you shouldn't be trusting. You need to sh- shut them up. Mm, be quiet. You know what I'm saying? So look at ourselves. Let's see. Let's see what, what God says about us. Evaluate ourselves. Let's bow our heads. I first of all want to give an appeal for those who do not, who have not, you know, don't have a relationship with God. And right now we just want to, if you're watching us social via uh, uh, social media or th- uh, uh, through the the internet or wherever, we put an appeal out to you and say, you know what? God help me. I, w- I, 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 I want, I don't want to be like that servant that is thrown into outer darkness. You know, I know you, but you don't know me. So God, I want you to know me. And in order to know you, for me to know you, I've got to accept you into my life. So God, I open up my heart to you right now. And ask for you to come in so that we can get to know each other and not just have religion, but have relationship. We want to be able to have a relationship with you. So, God, I pray for that person who needs to accept you into their heart as their personal savior. Uh, and let you be their supervisor. You have a job description for them, but they, they don't want to accept the job. But I pray right now, God, that they would accept the job that you've given them to do and accept them into that they would accept you into their heart. Maybe it's a backslider, someone who was with you, God, but but the job got too heavy. It got too rough. Personal things got too rough and they walked away from you. We lift them up right now and, and, and we pray for you right now. And you can say, God, I'm returning back unto you. I'm coming back on the job. You didn't give me a pink slip, but I decided that, God, I was going to stop work. I was going to take a furlough from you. God, I, my furlough is over with. My leave of absence is over with. I'm coming back to you now. So I'm, I'm coming to you, God. And then, Father, for us who have, have been here, God, I pray that you would help us to adequately and rightly and honestly examine our own selves according to your word. God, show us, Holy Spirit, show us what we need to do. Show us where we need to, to, to get ourselves together at and to, to surrender to you. You're going to help us. It already said that we gonna, you, we're going to get the support that we need from you. We just got to do an act of daily laying down our lives before you as a living sacrifice to you, holy, acceptable unto you so that you can help us. You're here to help us. We ain't going to do it all right, but you're here to help us. And so we say, God, help us. Help us, Father. Help us to look at ourselves rightly and not keep excusing our sin away excusing ourselves away and saying, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. No, tomorrow is today. 
So, Father, we just lift you up right now. Everybody who's in the building, let's lift our hands. And whatever it is, just surrender it to God right now. If you're watching us on social media, just surrender it in. Surrender everything to God. Just give it to him. God, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm surrendering myself because I really want to see myself. I don't want to be delusional in myself and over-exalt myself and know that I'm not right. Know that I'm not the way I need to be. I messed up in some areas, God. So I'm surrendering it to you, God. I'm doing a self-evaluation of me, honestly. Laying it all out before you. God, I, 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 I find it hard to forgive this person. I'm laying it out before you because, God, it, you know what? You know what? Yeah, they did what they did, but, it, you know, tomorrow is gone. It's, I, can't, I, can't, it, I can't even go back and get it. So it's about me, Lord. I'm evaluating me, not about what they did to me, not about what they said to me, not about how bad I'm hurt, how they hurt me, Lord. I'm giving it to you. I'm surrendering it to you. And then, Lord, I, not only that, I am not going to come before you and act like I'm smelling like a bed of roses, that I got it all together. Well, I'm not like this person, and I do this. Lord, you know me. You know me for who I am. So I just really give it all to you, honestly. I'm honest. <laughs> God, show me. Search me. See if there's any hidden thing, any wicked thing in me, and show it to me, God. So I can get it right before it, it comes into a bigger problem. So I praise you and I thank you, God, because I'm going to do an honest evaluation of myself over these next couple of weeks. So we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thank you, thank you. If you watched us, do us a favor and share the video. Like somebody on today. Um, I, I just encourage you. I, I ask that you would tune in next week. And have a blessed week on this. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, God is amazing. Um, I honestly want to say that um, this message was spurned. Uh, I was praying one day and I said, God, you know, um, we got a lot of stuff going on in open altar. And sometimes we can get works um confused with relationship with God and what I'm saying is and I was talking to my pastor about this a lot of times we can be so busy volunteering so busy um uh God's opening up doors that we feel like that that is a substitute for us in a relationship and really building up our relationship with God and so I said, God, I don't want us to be like that. I don't want us to be so focused on this area over here, but our main priority is our relationship with him. And so that's, that's really, I was praying for us as a people of God um, concerning that. So over the next couple of weeks, that's what we're going to talk about. Next week, we're going to talk about the whys of self-evaluation. You know, the whys of self-evaluation. Self so I just say, uh, and, and this is what I'm going to do um